everyone. I'm Len Vermillion, Editor-in-Chief of Control Magazine and ControlGlobal.com, and this is another edition of the Control Amplified Podcast. Today, we're talking about level measurement, specifically the use of non-contacting radar for level applications. And who better to discuss radar than our friends at Emerson, which, by the way, just celebrated 50 years of radar level measurement. Elia Richter is General Manager for Rosemont Process Level at Emerson. Elia, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Lev. Appreciate Wonderful. it. So I'm going to start kind of in general. Uh, why non-contacting radar? You know, why would someone pick that over other technologies? Well, there are many different level measurement technologies in place. And the reason for that, that's obviously a sheer amount of different applications. And there are obviously less complex applications like IBC tanks, you know, open channel flow, some simple storage tanks. There are more complex tanks like boilers, distillation columns, reactors, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And that means that unfortunately, um, there is no universal type of technology that would be covering or, you know, being able to cover all um, applications at once, but rather there are different vari- varieties of these technologies in place. And the non-contacting radar technology is one of them. It obviously has very, very strong benefits because first of all, um, as uh, it, it, its name goes, it's non-contacting. It does not come into contact or direct contact with the product being measured. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, as this is a electronics-based type of technology, it allows for good scalability. It allows for additional functionality like diagnostics, very, very a wide variety of uh, output protocols, and many other things that help customers around the world to be more efficient with their level measurement applications. And you mentioned a few of the benefits, such as, um, you know, obviously it doesn't come into contact with with, uh, with what it's measuring and so forth. So that would be my next question. So you're choosing non-contacting, non-contacting radar over other level measurements. So what are the benefits? Maybe you can expand on that and maybe we can even get into some of the industries that would benefit from that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Obviously, these are the cases where only a level surface Mm -hmm. needs to be measured, right? Unlike you may have heard that there are other types of measurement that can handle both level, top level product measurement and interface measurement. So Mm -hmm. non-contacting radar has a very specific purpose of measuring only the top product level surface. And non-contacting is specifically beneficial in cases where there is um, a lot of turbulence on surface, for example, foam, uh, where generally we don't want the radar device to come uh, in direct contact with the process. Another consideration for non-contacting radars could be a very specific tank geometry, extremely tall tanks, or tanks with some um, internal obstruction in place So there are many different considerations that could be put into use when choosing one technology versus another and generally non-contacting type of device. It's a very versatile and easy to deploy device, right? Because it's uh, generally fit and forget. 
So commissioning goes uh, quite smooth in most of the cases. Right. And um, I was uh, lucky enough to kind of work on the special that we did with, with Emerson about the 50 years and development of radar, uh, non-contacting radar through the years. It's fascinating stuff. So a lot of the theme for that was how the technology has adapted to meet industry needs and how industry actually drove the development of that. Can you maybe talk about that? What, um, how has it, Emerson adapted over the years to meet various industry needs, um, chemicals, so forth that have shown up? Right, right. Well, I think I have already started covering that by mentioning that there are many different applications mm -hmm. that our customer have. And obviously, once again, it has to do with very specific physical tank configuration, uh, whether or not the product inside this tank is valuable uh, or less valuable, right? That dictates a certain performance and that technology choice. And then generally, what is this that is happening inside the tank, right? Mm -hmm. Is this a very, very complex process? Is this less complex process? And obviously all the surrounding infrastructure, how do you want to connect to the uh, DCS? What data would we would like to have? You know, how we would like to send it? How we would like to process this data? Mm -hmm. Now, generally, uh, over the years, um, um, the technology has evolved to the point where um, the capability of radar devices, they're generally not so far away from each other, right? Yeah. Independently uh, on uh, which uh, manufacturer we are considering, you know. I think generally the, the technology maturity curve shows us that generally um, many devices, they have pretty good accuracy. You know, there is very, very um, um, capable devices when it comes to handling long measuring ranges. You know, the majority of these devices can handle extreme process pressures and temperatures, and uh, they have um, uh, very, very good grounds to be complying to functional safety standards, right? But specifically where the technology has evolved is around uh, general reliability of mm. measurement, right? Yeah. Also coupled with the high sensitivity of measurement because in the old days, so to say, you could get just one or another. You could be tracking your surface in a very, very good way, but you would not be, um, the measurement would not be super reliable or vice versa. The measurement would be super reliable, but it would be a good fit only for slow moving processes. So right now, if we take the hardware part first, the technology has evolved to the point that you can do both at once, right? You can have super reliable measurement and you can actually couple it with extremely fast moving processes. And in case of Emerson, our 50 year history that pinpoints the fact that now the, um, we're releasing um, a couple of new products and these products, they're actually our sixth generation non-contacting radar type. So we have 50 years um, on our backs to actually have some judgment around you know, uh, the quality of measurement and how to package it uh, in some form factor that would be uh, beneficial to um, our customers' applications. And then another uh, important consideration here is that, okay, if the first question that our customer may ask is that, do I trust this technology at all, right? This is something that defines their first choice, their entry into the radar world. Then if they say, yes, I trust it, you know, will this product perform 
in my application, or will it comply to very specific standards am I using, right? Now, the question that our customers are asking more and more is that, all right, I trust this device. It seems to be compliant to whatever standards I have, but are there any extra innovations that I can get beyond just accurate and reliable level measurement, right? And that's exactly what we as Emerson have been uh, developing very actively in the past years. It's anything that has to do with um, versatility of the measurement, right? For example, what about ease of use, right? Because you can have the most accurate radar in the world and it will be incredibly hard to use, right? Mm -hmm. This is not something that helps our customer runs their, run their operations efficiently, right? So we're putting a lot of emphasis on that then the second one is obviously um, connectivity options. Different industries, they do require different protocols to be in place. We know that 4 to 20 milliamp heart is still the de facto standard, but there are many other emerging protocols such as IOLINK, such as um, Ethernet APL that we are actively considering when working on our uh, uh, new programs. Then obviously, uh, whatever is related to diagnostics, to the amount of data about the device, and obviously the process itself, you can get from this very uh, specific uh, radar installation. And then number four is some advances around very specific application solutions. For example, um, we know and our customers know that it's not so straightforward and sometimes very difficult to measure phone, right? Because of the physics of the signal. Um, and then if there is an opportunity to measure foam, the top level of foam, and obviously the level of the product itself um, with higher degree of reliability, it also creates a lot of value uh, for our customers. Right. And Ilya, I wonder if we can maybe go through some of the values of the products. I don't know if we can talk at all about any of these new products coming out like sixth generation, or if you can, that would be wonderful. And, um, but what's the value for each industry? So like what would petrochemicals value versus say um, oil and gas or, you know, or tank level? Right, you know? right. absolutely, absolutely. So yeah. yeah, so right now, as we speak, uh, we are, um, we have released uh, a couple of new products, mm -hmm. but let's start by just um, grounding ourselves around um, the Rosemount 5408 because that's mm -hmm. the non-contacting uh, product, a non-contacting radar that has been around for the past six years, right? Mm -hmm. It has great success specifically in the oil and gas refining and petrochemical industry. And this is the device that generally covers the widest range of applications. You know, it's extremely robust. It has a lot of diagnostic capability. Very, very good fit for pretty complex applications. Now, it's also uh, a very good fit for other um, industries where we have uh, similarly complex applications. For example, reactor tanks, some mixers where a lot of agitation is present. And many of them could be found in the chemical industry. Now, obviously, for this device to handle such applications, uh, it requires a very specific form factor, you know, uh, generally a very specific physical form factor. And the need that our customers have been communicating to us is that it would be really good to be able to package similar 
power, you know, the processing powers, same measurement robustness, same uh, diagnostic capability into something that would fit other types of things mm -hmm. and other types of applications. And may, maybe even uh, situations where, um, you know, a budget would be constrained and some, you know, cost related uh, factors would come into play, right? And this is basically the reason for us to uh, have worked on two new non-contacting radars. So the first one is the Rosemount 3408. That is the device that is created specifically for the chemical industry. Mm -hmm. So it takes into account very specific requirements of the chemical uh, industry and the latest and greatest around um, uh, new communication protocols, capability, you know, it's fully uh, Bluetooth enabled. It also takes into account a lot of input from our customers when it comes to um, diagnostics. Um, if you're familiar with the Emerson Flow uh, mm -hmm. portfolio, you know that one of the hallmarks of the um, uh, Emerson Flow portfolio, specifically Coriolis, has been the smart meter verification mm -hmm. capability that helps you to verify the accuracy of your meter uh, in situ, right? And that is the capability that we are bringing into the Rosemount 3408. It actually carries exactly the same hmm. uh, branding. Obviously, it, it, it's a slightly different because flow meter, the fiscal metering versus uh, process level metering, these are slightly different things, right? But the capability and the whole um, ideology of that is very similar, is, is making sure that um, customers, they have possibility to get full device health check in a very, very straightforward way, right? So it's all about making sure that with a click of a button, one gets a full report and gets the status of this very device. It's um, Rosemont 3408 is also Namur compliant. So that is something uh, new to us. So we've done uh, great strides in making sure that that uh, will happen. And uh, we also use some new um, uh, concepts like the exchangeable electronics uh, concept to make sure that it's greater flexibility and serviceability uh, in the field. So all in all, a very, very good device uh, specifically for the chemical industry. But then having said that, it's obviously very versatile and could be applied in other industries, also depending on what application requirements are. And then the third uh, product, the second new product, uh, and the third product in the non-contacting portfolio range that I would like to mention today, it's called Rosemount 1208. Mm -hmm. And this is the device uh, or the solution that has been specifically designed for uh, simpler applications. Um, specifically where customers anticipate 100% plug and play, right? Because if you're going through this um, application spectrum, I think in every single case, the radar device or you know any other type of uh, level instrumentation uh, needs to be as easy to use as possible, right? Because it saves time and money and reduces uh, the risk of human error. But at the same time, in more difficult applications, some fine tuning may be required, right? And it's fine, right? Because really it needs to be tailored to very specific application conditions. But then in simpler applications, we really wanted to make sure that we create something that does not need any effort in terms of commissioning, right? And Rosemount 1208, that's exactly 
the device that enables that. It's 100% plug and play, and it does not even have echo curve, you know, this typical parameter that uh, comes uh, with many raiders as a diagnostics tool, because it's, once again, based on the 50 years of experience, and if you will, it's uh, almost self-configurable, so it really uh, is able to track the surface very reliably without any further interference. Obviously, it allows for some uh, communication and fine-tuning, absolutely, and uh, that happens with the help of Bluetooth. But uh, other than that, it really completely plug-and-play and infinite-forget type of device. Brilliant. If you um, are wondering what are the typical applications for that one, so these are utility applications. For example, very, very simple tanks, open pits, open sumps, uh, open channel flow applications that could exist you know, at any major plant, right? Because usually plants, they have their own uh, power stations or something that is located nearby. Water and waste applications. This is another very good industry for this type of device. Um, so yeah, so this is the... Um, our new line of non-contacting uh, radar devices, so the 1208, 3408, and the 5408, covering the full range of applications from the simplest to the most difficult. Right. Well, that sounds wonderful. It sounds like there's a, a big future for non-contacting radar, especially coming out of Emerson. And again, I just want to remind everyone, if you want to uh, follow the path and how we got here, Look up on controlglobal.com. We got the whole special with our the 50 years of development of non-contacting radar. Ilya, thank you for being here today. I think this was a wonderful conversation, but we are out of time. And I hope that we can talk more in the future about it. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Len. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you.